welcome to Saved and Sassy. My name's Cassie, and welcome to my podcast. Hey guys, hey, I know it's been a while, and I have just so much stuff going on in my life, and I've been doing a couple of transitions, I've been shifting and shaking and moving, and I just... I'm so excited for where I am in life and what God is doing. So I usually do a working woman Wednesday, a working woman Wednesday, a working woman. I usually do a business shout out, but I really just want to chop it up, chop, 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 chop it up with you guys and then get into our message because I just think it's really important that um, we just really stay focused and um, yeah, because things are good. So yeah, let's get into it. First things first, I have to say congratulations to Miss Jasmine Elizabeth. She gave birth to a beautiful baby girl named Jaya. J- yes, Jaya, because I always say Jaya. The baby's name is Jaya. Congratulations. She is beautiful. I'm so excited for you and your mommying journey. This is excellent. I have to give a shout out to my godson, Christian. He turned two yesterday on Sunday, so maybe two days ago. Um, and who else gets a shout out? Oh, Mr. Brian Lamar Stokes. Let me tell you, (laughs) Mr. Brian Lamar Stokes and Kendra Wood have been on my back about this podcast. I thank God for friends that make sure that your vision stays alive. Um, for those of you who do not follow, um, Brian, please follow his podcast. Um, Stoked to be the Stokes. Him and his wife do an excellent job. I'm addicted. I deem myself a Stokeette. Y'all can judge me if y'all wanna, but, uh, get in on their podcast. It's excellent. I find them on iTunes. Is it iTunes? Whatever the podcast thing is for, um, iTunes, for Apple users, the purple app. I want to call it iTunes. That's what I'm going to call it. Hold on. Let me see what it is on mine. Mine thing says podcast. So I'm guessing it's podcast for Apple. (laughs) Um, yes, follow them. Um, stoked to be the Stokes. But I thank God for them. They have not been playing with me. Oh, and Miss Tanisha Stewart. Oh, Tanisha. She's also a local author from the 413. She is an excellent, excellent, excellent author. She does these um short reads, like 60 pages. Um, and she has some actual like book books. Um, check her stuff out. She's sold on Amazon. Her name is Tanisha Stewart. She's also on Facebook as such, and she sells her books. Excellent reads, great stuff. I love, love, love her work. Um, I guess I was, I guess I am doing business shout outs. Okay, well, go ahead, God, I see you, I see you. But yes, um, I wanted to make sure I shot, shouted them out because they keep, they keep me going, they keep me going and I've been slacking. So I just need to send out an apology to all my, you know, listeners and potential future listeners. I am going to be more, um, dedicated and diligent to making sure that I push out a podcast weekly because that's the commitment I made to myself and to honestly there's no reason why I shouldn't be doing so so thank you so much thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you for reminding me okay so let's get down to it um so I was able to have the opportunity to attend a conference called Encounter um well it's 2019 so it's Encounter 19 um it was hosted by our very own pastor Nathaniel um Saint Elioy, um, I call him cousin because he's dope and he came up here to preach in Springfield a couple of times. I went to go see him and then immediately his conference had started. So we went out there to support him and God just really, really moved. Um, 
but prior to this, now this is going to segue into what the um, topic is going to be about. Um, so prior to the conference, I had just kind of been like in a stale place with God, not necessarily dead, but just very stale. Like I kind of was like, God, I don't know if I'm coming or if I'm going, but um, I just, I just was just stale. Like there's no other way to say it. Like I didn't know what to do. Like I'm praying, you know, I'm fasting, but like the fire's not being reignited and I'm just moving and kind of like an autopilot because I know that, you know, I have a mandate on my life. I know that there are people that count on me. I know that, you know, I have um, religious duties to perform and things like that. I know I have people counting on me, but the fire just wasn't there. And the thing is, what I've learned in my Christian walk is that um, the Bible says that you will know them not by their um, talents or their gifts but he said but you'll know them by their fruit and when you're stale and your roots ain't sucking up the good holy spirit or the good water child your fruit will begin to sour and you won't be producing good fruit so I began to notice the fruit in my life start to like wither away or like sometimes I mean if you're real with yourself and I'm very much self-aware I very much take time to look at myself and to analyze the things that I do or saying sometimes you get to check yourself and just be like oh sis you carnal <laughs> like oh that was fleshy or like you'll um catch yourself watching things that you know that you typically wouldn't watch um not, not that I'm too deep child ain't anything I'm not too deep I mean well I don't be sitting around watching porn because I mean I'm saved but like or I don't struggle I take that back I don't struggle in that area but like I um there's certain TV shows that I know that God has delivered me from watching such as like um you know I don't watch a lot of vampire um movies or things like that that have deep roots and things because that's something that I had to come out of my personal testimony talk about your mama don't talk about me or um you know just certain things that you know the Holy Spirit will definitely be like "Mm, I don't think this is for you and I just begin to like watch TV shows that I know I that wasn't for me (laughs) and I just be like oh you know maybe it isn't so bad and just be like okay sis now you're bound and now you're wondering why you're bound you know things like that or um I'll just watch the way that I handled certain situations that I'll realize that's not like me if that makes any sense like I just noticed that I was handling things in a very carnal way and I just was like this ain't it this ain't it but um all that to say um, we ended up going to encounter it. Now I tell you, this is straight God because I didn't have no money, no nothing. My sis was like, sis, you're going period point blank. That's it. We're going. So, and anybody who knows me knows that I'm a planner. I don't do anything impromptu. I'm very much, a, you know, X, Y, and Z has got to be in a row. Like yada, yada, yada. Now we're going. So we end up going and God just really ended up moving. Um, they had awesome worship. Now, let me tell you something about Philadelphia church. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm very much a Springfield girl. I'm Springfield all the way. Okay, service started at 7. They have pre-service. And I never have been to a pre-service, but they have pre-service. Okay, then worship started. So, pre-service was 7 to 7.30. Then worship started at 7.30. Okay, 9 o'clock hit. This is the first service. So, I'm like, oh, okay, this is first night. So, 9 o'clock hit, they get the offering. I'm like, okay, cool. So, I'm thinking we get ready to go. Child, why they put a speaker up? I said, 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock, y'all put the speaker up. Child, please, we get ready to go. We just get ready to go. So, they put the speaker up. Apostle Nathaniel Cole. So, those of you who know him, um, well, I didn't know him. I mean, I, I just didn't know him. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. I didn't know who he was. Everybody else was mad hype, and I'm just like, oh, who this man? 
who hop or who this one or who this man um but it turns out he's a um he's a well-known musician um he does a lot of um instrumentals and um things so look him up that's all i can say look him up he's dope anointed powerful man of god dope but he ended up speaking a word that i'm um, just really just jolted me back into my promise and just really made me very present to um what my purpose was and what we're here for because a lot of times sometimes when you know you accept this walk you be walking for a long, long time and sometimes you forget the purpose in your walk you just know that you're walking towards a goal but you forget the purpose in the goal does that make sense so um he just rejuvenated some of the things in me and I was just like I went home and I was just so convicted like and he was an apostle and he came with the the, the gift of the prophetic and he just child he just whooped child he he tore everybody up so bad it was just silent he was just like dang sorry y'all sorry <laughs> but it was powerful and then the second night um pastor nate spoke and he brought a powerful message and the thing i loved about his message is that he preached and he was like honestly because you know pastors they give three points he said all these points i gave you he said i don't need to tell you anymore he said i don't need to tell you that you're under an open heaven i don't need to tell you that you have all that you have you know, you have all that you need that God has already prepped you. He said, because honestly, if you would have read your Bible, if you would have been doing what you needed to do, if you opened up this good book, you would already know because it's in your word. I said, okay, conviction. Okay, let's get back into this word. But he said, you know why a lot of y'all are not reaching the potential or peeking at your potential or, you know, a lot of y'all aren't um, reaching the levels that God has called you to reach. And he was like, it's because you're not hungry. You're not hungry and you need to ask God to quicken a hunger in you. And it came to that scripture. Those who thirst and hunger after righteousness, they shall be filled. Child fell out. Ooh, fell out. Hallelujah. Fell out. Fell out, fell out, fell out. And it just made me go to these whole to go through this whole journey of like God, like what am I doing? Let me get myself in order. And it just began this whole revival in myself where I didn't need a speaker to touch me. I didn't need nobody to lay hands on me. I didn't need nobody to tear over me. Sometimes you got to do a self-evaluation and do your own work. Because sometimes God is tired of touching you and talking to you. He don't want you to have a religious experience. This is not about you feeling good. This is about you turning your heart over to him. Conviction is you changing your mind. You know what I mean? Repentance is you turning your mind over changing your mind about your perspective and um, turning away from things so it was just a powerful 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 weekend um and he and began to work miracles in my life um I'm telling you God is just God is just dope so I'm saying all that to say this God is amazing and he worked it out and um I had been in some financial troubles I had gotten sick over the past last time I spoke to you guys I have been um, experiencing or impacted by migraines, child, honey, child, boo boo, chunny, whoo, migraines is no joke. Migraines is no joke, and I had just been really um, struggling with how to maintain a uh, working lifestyle with migraines. And um, God just ended up turning it around. Um, financially, He began to turn it around. They started to open up overtime at my job, so God just really worked it out. So yes, I'm thankful for that. So yes, all throughout the weekend, I began to really deal with myself. And that brings us to today's topic, which is 
dun, 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 in honor of the series that is coming to an end on next week, we're going to call it Game of Thrones. Bum, bum, bum. Yes. So we're calling it um, Game of Thrones um, simply because what I've learned is that I struggled or I've learned that people often struggle in their walk because sometimes we get to this point in our life like we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, right? Boom. Saved from hell and destruction. All right, we're good. And then we start walking this life and somewhere along the road we forget that submission is a constant and reoccurring thing because we can make God the Lord over one area of our life and not necessarily the Lord over another area of our life. So we're learning as we do this Christian walk um, to make him Lord over every area of our life. So what that looks like, right? So, okay, God can be the Lord over my, um, hmm, or something that easy because people don't really trust people with money. So it's usually harder for um, us to yield our money over to God. Um, so we'll say like, God, you can be the Lord over my, um, my emotions, you know, God, I trust my emotions. You know, I trust that you'll give me peace in the circumstances. You know, I'll trust this X, Y, and Z. Um, I'll submit that to you. I'll submit it to pray or family. Oh, we'd love to give our family to God because we don't like the stress of carrying folks. Child, oh Lord, you can take my family. Take them. You know, my brother's a crackhead. I'm not going to carry that burden on me. I believe, I believe that you're going to deliver him. I believe in your word, you know, that you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think. Lord, I plead the blood. I cancel the assignment against him. Like, we can go deep and go ham on the enemy for that. But uh, touch that money. Okay, God, I gave you my 10%. That's it. If you're even willing to give your 10%, because there's a bunch of people out here that still believe that tithes and offering is still a hoax. And, you know, you just have to, I'm I'm just praying that God releases you to, you know, releases your understanding to know that it's more about um, your heart posture towards him than it is to you giving your money to a man. I'm just saying. Um, so, like, I'm learning to give, make Jesus the Lord over my life in every aspect of my life. And that's why we call it Games of Thrones, because if we look throughout the Bible, we can see that there's always a constant war between what we want and what God wants for us, because the sin nature and the righteous nature are always at battle. At battle. That's why the Bible says, you know, when I want to do right, the sin nature is always present. It's like we're always at a constant battle because we don't know how to submit because in our flesh, we want to be able to control our outcomes. Okay. So like I said, so family wise, it's easy for me personally to submit my family to to Christ because I realized I have no control over that. So for example, when my sister was going through in her pregnancy, it was easy for me to be like, I don't want to hear no foolishness about this pregnancy because I know what God says and I know what his word says. So I'm going to submit this whole situation to Jesus Christ, period. Look, it says that healing is the children's bread. 
I don't have no arguments with the word because that's what the word says. And guess what? We also said that he's not the sentiment that he should, lie, that, you know, God can't lie. He's not the sentiment that he needs to repent. It, it is what it is. It says by his stripes, we are healed. He took them whippings. He took 39 stripes on his back and he had me in remembrance. And when he did it, the, the healing is there manifested. I don't have time for no foolishness. You know, he healed too many people in the Bible. Like I submitted it to him immediately. Okay. But then it'll be a situation. Um, I'm always talking about money because, um, money's always like a, it's a touchy subject, but, um, something practical in my life. Um, yeah, well, we'll talk about money. <laughs> um, when it's time to make money stretch and it's like, um, I don't have that 10% this week or God, like, where is this money coming from? Or, you know, or he'll tell you, you know, <laughs> I don't got it. What's going on with this? How are we going to fix this? Or an unexpected bill comes out of nowhere and all of a sudden I'm stressed out because I don't trust God to make the ends meet. And it's like all of a sudden the same faith that I had for God to heal my sister's womb, you know, because the thing is, is that we serve the same God. He's not different. He's the same, same God today, tomorrow, forever. Right. He has the same ability to do everything. He's the omnipresent. He's the great. I am that I am. I believed him and had faith for him to do the impossible with my sister's womb. But I can apply that same amount of faith that he'll be able to turn my little what two loaves, um, two fishes and five loaves <laughs> to feed a multitude. I can't believe that he can do that with my finances. You have to be able to let God be the Lord over every aspect of your life. And it's continued submission. It's continued submission. And it's continued to, it's continued trust and growing your faith in him. So like I said earlier, I was just, I found myself in a constant state of being stale with God, right? So this is the thing. When you find yourself in a continued stale state, when you find yourself kind of like on a religious autopilot where you're just doing things because you know that's what you're supposed to do. Like I'm getting up and I'm doing prayer because I know that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to church because I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm singing because I know that's what I'm supposed to do. But it's not coming from a pure heart or it is coming from a pure heart because you're doing it because you're on autopilot. You don't have any mouse in your heart, but it's from a dry place. That's when you need to check who is on the throne of your heart. Who is ruling you? What's going on when you find that your issues or that you find that your um, things that you're doing are coming from a carnal state because you know you better than you know anything else. You know how you operate. You know, if you find yourself a little more testy, you find yourself spewing a little more venom because you can catch yourself. If you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will bring all things into remembrance, honey. Honey, child, if you don't, don't be talking about it. Don't be speaking in different tongues, child. You can't see yourself changing. That ain't the Holy Spirit. Stop that. That's a spirit, but I don't know if it's holy. Okay, because the Holy Spirit checks you. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit, he'll remind you. He'll catch you. He'll keep you from falling. Now unto him who was able to keep you from falling. That's the word. Now, the Holy Spirit is not just an emotional feeling that gives you another language. The Holy Spirit is a person that is here to help you to walk righteous and holy and upright before God. So, What I'm saying is if you find yourself in autopilot and you find yourself faltering, you find yourself saying like, God, where are you? I can't feel you. You know what? X, Y, and Z. You need to find yourself in a place, number one, on your face before God, because we always, you know, seek God first. But number two, you need to check what's on the throne of your heart. And I found myself wondering, I found myself not wondering who was on the throne of my heart. I found myself 
finding out <laughs> that Jesus was not necessarily on the throne of these different things that I had put up on my heart. So I knew that I'm saved because, you know, your salvation doesn't get stripped away from you. Um, I knew that in some areas I had trusted God, but on the seasons had changed and the things as things began to come up that I had not necessarily submitted these things unto God. So they became my mini gods. So I didn't submit my migraines to God. I just kind of was moving through it because I was raised to move through things like a lot of black women in America. We are taught to deal and to push through. I have to break down that black girl mentality, that strong black woman mentality, and realize that I have a father, and he said to lay upon me every yoke, okay? For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Cast your cares upon me. I don't have to carry a thing because my daddy got broad shoulders. Cast that care upon him, okay? I didn't submit my migraines to him. I didn't submit my financial status to him. I didn't submit my job and my worries and my cares and my stress to him. I put it upon myself. So I made myself a mini God. And the the biggest issue you have sometimes is when you make yourself a mini God because you have yourself on expectations. And the fact is, is that some of these elements you cannot control. Okay. And you just end up, you know, setting yourself up for failure. So I had to relearn how to submit myself back to him and submit these things back to him. And I made a word of a difference, child, because I'm the joy. Okay, joy unspeakable. This joy that I had, the world didn't give it to me so the world can take it away. It wasn't so much as a cliche thing. It wasn't a cliche, how you say a cliche, um, Jesus, maybe it's just a cliche. Maybe that's just a word. Okay. It wasn't just a cliche. It wasn't just a, a word in the song, a sentence in the song. It was real because the joy that I had was real because I knew who I served. Does that make sense? I hope I'm making sense and I'm not rambling to y'all because it was just so good to me because I had to remember who was on the throne of my life and who was the throne of every area and aspect of my life. And it's constantly because every day there's opportunities for situations to become many gods. Just like when you think about the olden days, because a lot of times we think because we're saved that Jesus is the throne of our hearts and our lives. And I'm saying heart because out of the abundance of the, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So for me, it was how I caught myself was because I was realizing how I was speaking and how I was referring to people and how I was um, dealing with situations, the venom that was coming out. And I was like, oh, sis, how can sweet and um, bitter water flow from the same river? Uh-uh, something's wrong. So that's how I catch myself. But just like when you think of the olden days, um, there were giant pieces of land and there were many kingdoms. So that's how I think about my spiritual walk Um or just in general, like my life, I think about all the different areas and how there can be very, very, very many different kingdoms set up and where we're supposed to have God reign over all of them. Sometimes we have little mini gods reigning over them and we don't know. So it's kind of like when Jesus, not Jesus, um, when God told them to, um, told Joshua and the Israelites to um, cross the Jordan River and they had to go into the land and he told them to drive out all the inhabitants. Um, of the land because the promised land was already theirs. Our lives are our promised land. It's already ours. Everything that God has desired for us to do, our purpose, our destinies, everything that he has mapped out for our lives to be at our greatest potential, what God has ordained us to be from beginning. Cause it says in the word that before you were formed in the womb, I knew you, which means he already had a plan. He already had it mapped out for us. So all that land that we have not touched, all that potential that we have not touched is our promised land, right? 
but it's inhabited by all these you know, generational curses is inhabited by word curses is inhabited by doubt and fear and all these other, um, you know, demonic forces or, you know, all these negative things that, you know, have encamped like fear and doubt and worry and low self-esteem and insecurities. And God is giving you everything you need to drive out those inhabitants. But sometimes we don't. Sometimes we let them erect and they, you know, they stay there, but they have their own kingdoms because, the Bible talks about how the enemy himself has his own kingdom. So we get to this place where you have to drive them out. And when you drive them out, you have to establish a new kingdom and a new order. So just like, um, I I don't watch Game of Thrones. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just not one of them girls. Um, (laughs) but when you establish a new order, you put up a new flag And you say this territory now belongs to X, Y, and Z. So for us, it would be like this territory now belongs to God. I submit this area to, you know, the Holy Spirit. Let it rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So that's what we have to do in in our lives. So all those areas that you drive those inhabitants out, all those areas in which you gain self-esteem, all those areas in where you like, you take charge and you're like, this is my destiny and I'm going to gain this new territory. You have to make sure that you established to God that this now is your area that I want you to work me out in or work through me in because we are vessels that God pours into that he can work through. Okay. I hope this makes sense to y'all, but that's what I'm saying. And I'm just excited um, for what God is getting ready to do. I'm excited that I learned how to submit different areas to him. I'm excited that I now have the wisdom and understanding to realize that there are many different areas in my life that I have to continue to submit to him. And the closer I get to him, the more I seek him, the more I hunger for him, the more I love him, the more he begins to show me the areas and like, mm, daughter, you didn't submit that to me. And that's why that place is dry or Oop, you didn't submit that to me. And that's why you're so frustrated in that area. And you didn't submit that to me because you know what? I also learned that I struggle with. I didn't submit my timetable to God. I always thought by I'm 28. I always thought by the age 28, I would be married by at least three, four, at least three years. By now, I thought I'd be married by 25. So right by now, I would have been on my first child because I said I wanted to be married for two years before I had kids. Um, so that would have brought me to 20, what, 27. So I would have had my first kid. My first kid would have been a year old. Like I just had all these thoughts and ideas and looking at my reality that's not at all where we're at and I just begin to really struggle child you talk about struggle you talk about struggle Trinity child boo boo kitty struggling with what I thought I should have had and you know becoming envious of others that had it and not trying to be you know because the thing is like we like to cover up a lot of things with religious rhetoric like oh I'm not envious you know I'm just you know I'm just waiting on God no 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 I was envious I was real mad real angry and sometimes we'd be trying to be like God they don't even deserve now who is you to tell God you know who deserves what you know so I just had to get out of that space but I'm just so thankful to know that I can submit my timetable to him and he'll honor it um, according to his will. Now, I'm not saying God is going to be like, okay, since, since you, since you told me that you want to have your kid by 30, I'm going to give you kids by 30. That's not, that's not really how it goes. <laughs> but to know that I don't have to have that stress because I submitted to him. So now it's God, whatever your plan is for my life, it's yes and amen, which means I submit it to you. So my question to you is 
Who reigns on the throne of your heart? Who's running on the throne of those issues that you're struggling with? If you find yourself in a dry, stale place, who's reigning on your thrones? Let's go into prayer. Dear Heavenly, great, ooh, dear Heavenly Gracious Father, dear Heavenly Father, you are awesome. You are great. You are mighty. You are just wonderful. I just thank you for the people who have called in or who have listened into this podcast. I just ask you to continue to look over them. I ask you to strengthen them. God, those who are in a stale, dry place, I ask you to give them fresh water. I ask you to breathe fresh fire. I ask you to breathe fresh wind onto them. Let them feel your fresh winds of revival. God, those who need help, oh God, to submit themselves, oh God, in those areas, oh God, to you, I ask you, oh God, to give them a humbled heart oh god so they can do so i gotta and those who have decided to submit those areas gotta ask them oh god to let them see a change in the way that they approach you god in the way that they approach their issues oh god so they continue to have a submitted heart i thank you for the change that's getting ready to come and i ask you to honor their sacrifice we give you praise and glory jesus and we pray amen and amen that's gonna be our wrap up i'm pretty much good i'm just so thankful god is just so faithful um i'm gonna do a couple of episodes i think because i just be trifling y'all know i don't be consistent but um i'm working on it pray for me pray for me um do i have a story time for y'all um most likely i do oh okay so i had posted up on facebook a video about this girl who was um there was a video of this girl who was singing and her sister walked by and snatched her ponytail off and I said it was a real story. Okay, so boom, cat, cat. So, back in the day, there was this um, program I used to attend called YSET, right? And I used to attend, I don't know if I could use real names. Can I use names? People don't be listening to this podcast for real yet. So, I thank God for the small beginnings. Hallelujah. But he's about to, hey, glory. He's about to shoot me up into the, he's going to whisper my ears into the realms of those who I don't know to give me an income. Yes, God, I receive it. But until then, he, they not going to listen to these. So, um, <clears throat> I used to have a crush on this boy. His name was Jeremiah and his best friend at the time was, um, oh God, what was that boy's name? Javon. I think um, long story short, so I used to be in love with this boy, and back in the day, that was when it was popping to wear, like, those, um, those, uh, neon colored shirts with the polos and the colorful necklaces, them big beaded necklaces with, with big old bangles, and you used to have the slick back here with the ponytails. Now, I, excuse me, I was the queen of the, um, clip-on bun. Child, my hair would be, like, brown, coarse, but that slick that silk slick black bun was on top of my scalp at all times you wasn't gonna talk about me but i had it on and um vice used to have this green van they used to drop us off places right and i was um getting on the i was on the bus yes i was on the van and i was getting off because my ride was there and i had gotten up too high and um i was rushing to get out and i jumped off to get off the bus child why did the hook I don't even understand how it happened. Now that I think about it, I don't understand how it happened. But somehow, the way that the doors had opened, there was a hook up top. Why did the hook catch between my hair and the bun? And my bun fell off in front of my crush and his best friend. So I'm walking, and I hear a boom, and my bun is on the floor. Oh, Lord, I was so embarrassed. I had to run and go get my bun. And everybody was looking at me. I was shamed. And this wasn't like no middle school shame that you get over. I was in high school. I went to commerce too. Child, they talked about me like a dog. 
Ooh, they did me dirty. They did me dirty. They did me dirty. <laughs> they did me dirty. Ooh, watch that. Was some good days. Good days. But yes, child. Yes, child. And I was real sad because back in the day, I didn't have no self-confidence like that. And I didn't have no <laughs> long hair. So I didn't have no ponytail. I had like an oxtail. I had like a little piglet, little, little, little something, little, 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 little child looking how I was looking. And I just knew I was cute. Two different colors hair, two different color textures, but I was cute. Child. Thank God for winking at my ignorances. I'm so trifling. I'm so trifling. Okay, so last minute announcements. I do want you guys to add Soak to be the Stokes. I also listen to Righteous and Ratchet. That's Kev on stage. I also listen to The Love Hour, um, which is Kev on stage and his wife, Miss Kev on stage. Now, um, The Love Hour to me is very good, especially for women who are looking to get married, or men or women who are looking to get married. Um, as we all know that I took a vow of chastity at a young age at 17, so I am a 28 virgin 28 year old virgin and um kevin's wife was 20 something when she got married and she too was a virgin she talks about the shame that she carried into her marriage about having sex and how it affected their sex life so their podcast is actually very eye-opening um and it talks about you know sex in a christian um on a Christian marriage, um, because, you know, uh, as Christians, we don't promote premarital sex. So if you are interested in something like that, I would definitely, 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 definitely advise you to check them out. Um, the love hour, um, those can be found I, on podcasts for app on Apple. But yes, um, so to be the Stokes, absolutely love them. Thank you, Brian, for getting on me. You will see this podcast. It is 4.49 in the morning. This will be pushed out. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any more announcements that I owe you guys. Um, but I think that's it. So remember, check who's raining on your heart and on those other little kingdoms and make sure that Jesus Christ's flag is flagging high upon your heart. Um, yep, that's it. All right, guys. I hope you have a fantastic day. Love you. Bye.